Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I continually thank you every single day for your support of Health Masters. I do appreciate all the emails and the continual support in getting the truth and news out there. We could not do this by ourselves. And the more I talk to people, the more I go places, the more I continue to find that so many people are becoming more and more awake. And I had a rep for a company come over yesterday that I met, and he was talking to me about all the different stuff as far as with COVID. And I never talked to him before. It was the first time meeting him. And it was interesting. He brought up the context of the entire pandemic and the lies that we're continually hearing. And I told him, I said, you're 100% right. And he goes, what's crazy to me, is he said, is a lot of people are starting to realize this exact same thing. And I said, you're exactly right. And I said, this is why we do what we do. I told him about our podcast. I told him about our show. And I encouraged him to continue to be vocal. And I said, what they've done now is they've intentionally censored and essentially gagged numerous, numerous population, huge portion of the population all across the country, especially in the corporate world, where you can't talk about much of any of this stuff at all now. And they've done it intentionally. And so, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you need anything, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. Lots of different products on sale and specials going on right now for this month. And also, too, be sure to check out the product of the week, the vitamin C caps with antioxidants, one of the best formulas we have for really maintaining the overall immune system on sale right now for 10% off. So be sure everybody has a chance to jump on that while it's on sale right now. Now, one of the first things I want to cover today, and this is an absolute bombshell in another section of the January 6th (laughs) prosecutions, I guess you could say, is we have now seen this thing turning into more and more of a sham almost every single day. Now, with the videos that we have seen released over the week of essentially downright lies of what they continue to tell us for the last two years in the investigation committee, along with the prosecutors, where there were numerous people inside the Capitol for an extended period of time, most of which were taking photos and sightseeing and walking around completely different than what they lied to us about for two years. And now this is something that is absolutely crazy. This got filed yesterday in the uh, D.C. court. This is interesting because I looked it up, and I wanted to make sure it was actually really true and accurate before I got into it and actually started doing the research on it. And sure enough, it's very accurate and it's very real. And it just got filed yesterday in the District of Columbia. Now, what's interesting about this is this is the attorney that is representing the alleged Proud Boys in the January 6th sedition trial. And this was filed yesterday. It's case number 1-21-CR-175-TJK. And the Fed's political prosecution of the Proud Boys now is told is turned a completely different direction after they unintentionally leaked chat logs from FBI Special Agent Nicole Miller revealing she was ordered by her boss to destroy over 338 items of evidence and failed to meet relevant communications to the defense spied on privilege a client attorney communications and was asked by another agent to edit out that he was present during a meeting with a confidential human informant. The shocking revelations were shared in a filing by Proud Boy Ethan Norton's defense team on Thursday. The feds are now claiming that the leaked messages are likely classified and they need to be removed and not allowed by the jury to see them. 
As part of her testimony, prosecutors shared with defense attorneys a set of internal FBI messages that FBI Special Agent Nicole Miller had sent and received from colleagues related to the case. Okay? This is information that she was required to send to the defense team of the Proud Boys so they could go over relevant information. To compile these exchanges, FBI headquarters sent Miller a spreadsheet of every single message that she had on her .gov account called from the computer network. Miller then received the messages and filtered them to ensure only relevant unclassified exchanges were included. Miller then packaged the messages in an Excel spreadsheet and provided to the defense attorneys. However, unbeknownst to her, the messages Miller intentionally filtered out were left in a final document on a hidden row in the Excel spreadsheet. Defense counsel stumbled upon them and began actually grilling Miller about them in front of jurors on the case. The Justice Department immediately told the defense team that they were concerned there was a spill of classified information and the information they had accessed. On Thursday, the U.S. District Court Judge Tim Kelly paused the trial to determine how to handle the error. They, this seditious conspiracy trial, which this is what they're, – they're, they're going, by the way, for seditious conspiracy. This is anywhere between, I think, 10 to 20 years in a federal penitentiary if these guys get convicted on this. And the prosecutor said the Proud Boys and four leaders of the team schemed to prevent the transfer of power from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. The group, according to the Justice Department, split into teams that helped engineer the breach of police lines and ultimately the building itself. So them going in and getting in a fight, allegedly, with law enforcement on a restricted space – and then going into the Capitol buildings is enough to allegedly charge them with seditious, seditious conspiracy. Now, it's interesting about this. These hidden rows there in the Excel spreadsheet, there were thousands of messages that included contents that were contended directly relevant to the case. However, Miller thought she had deleted all of them, and they were not supposed to be sent to the defense counsel. The messages revealed that the FBI agents accessed contacts – Voicemail, voice texts, and conversations between the defendant, Zachary Rell, and his attorney, which led Miller and her colleague to tell Rell what was going on through the case and through the trial. Or, excuse me, what they thought Rell was going to do during the trial. And other messages, an FBI agent tells Miller, you need to go into that CHS report you just put and edit out that I was present. The case has turned into a complete and total fraud from the very beginning. You can see in the leaked texts, FBI agents actually question whether or not they can make a valid conspiracy out of this or they're going to make a fool out of themselves. And one section, this is all in the report that they filed with the United States District Court for District of Columbia. And one part of it, listen to this. She goes, "Did I didn't see any emails from Aaron past the six, even though there are emails as late as yesterday. She's referring to one of the defendants. I also want to know if his house got foreclosed on. She's referring to Aaron, with the, one of the individuals that's being represented by the attorney in the defense case as far as he's one of the Proud Boys. Response back was, I don't think so. He wasn't too involved with planning chat, nor do we know what he was doing down there. I think he had to work. Miller said, I mean, if we really want to work on the PB members, Proud Boy members, he's the one we have to go after, especially his PayPal, his wife's PayPal, and his Venmo account. Response from the other agent was, I just listened to seven minutes of yelling between Zach and Amanda. That's Zach, the defendant, and Amanda is his attorney. They're bragging in the chat about listening to private conversations between Zachary and his attorney. Miller goes, I haven't heard it yet. I haven't come across that one. Ha, ha, ha. I'll bring the beer. I just got it today. There's a good amount of calls on it that I'll listen to.
and there's multiple communications like this. This is beyond insane, guys. You have FBI agents not only telling one another to suppress evidence, to doctor evidence, to delete evidence. You have them bragging about listening to private phone conversations between the defendant and his attorney so they can collect all the information they can on him. So that way they don't have any surprises and they know exactly what he's going to come up with and what he's going to say and what's going on behind the scenes and whether or not they can push for a seditious conspiracy charge or whether or not they're going to make a fool out of themselves, their words. This is so far-fetched, and even a kangaroo court, this would be bizarre, and yet we're watching this now by the Department of Defense with the FBI and the United States government of the United States, guys. This is – I'm going to link this. You guys can read the entire, uh, fi- the entire filing that was filed yesterday on the 9th by their defense attorney, and this – they're asking basically for this entire trial to be dismissed. This, this, this is so fraudulent, and the fact that the FBI is violating these rights of the defendants, not to mention they're going in and telling them to delete and doctor evidence so they don't know who's involved in it. Again, I said it from the beginning when it started. The entire thing was set up. There were so many Fed alphabet boys up there on January 6th. They were waiting, lurking, baiting, encouraging, continually active. I told you guys yesterday there's that video. You guys probably already saw it. I linked it on the website of this guy in all black, you know, with a black gator on and a black hat. He's got a dog on comm. He's got radio comm in his chest rig, and he's got earpieces in both ears. And you see him pulling glass out of the window, breaking glass. And then all of a sudden, a guy walks up beside him recording it and goes, dude, what are you doing, man? We're not trying to break stuff. He goes, what are you talking about? I didn't do that. That's, that's your mess. What are you talking about? And another guy confronts him, and he shoves him back and rears back. The FBI agent, you tell he's a fed boy just by his behavior. He feels, I didn't do this. He goes, you broke this window out. On video, while after he just got recorded breaking the window out. This is a complete and total sham, and it is time now Americans really start getting vocal, active, and engaged in this because this is not a joke anymore, guys. If they are doing this to people that simply were walking around a Capitol building, they are literally telling everyone that the rule of law does not exist in the United States of America whatsoever. The FBI has gone completely rogue. When you have them spying and listening to conversations and text messages and all content and information between attorneys and the defendant so they can use it against them, This is beyond bizarre, and I wanted to bring it up first thing this morning because it just got filed yesterday. This is another reason why we need a full, complete breakdown of the FBI, and it needs to be rebuilt from the inside out because clearly the FBI is no longer in this to protect the country. They are there simply to push their own political agenda as they are essentially turning into the brown shirts or the Gestapos or whatever we want to refer to them as. This is what they are now. They're making it very, very abundantly clear in this case right now that they just got busted on, Dad. What do you think? I was on with Jeff Rents last night, and it was interesting because Jeff and I usually agree on everything. We really do. I mean, just pretty much 90, 95%, which is an A. I love Jeff. He's a good friend, and we're always very respectful when we disagree on something. And I told him that I wasn't sure, and I felt as though a lot of the video coming out of Ukraine was basically theater. And that a lot of the actual fighting in Ukraine they were talking about wasn't actually occurring since Paul Craig Robertson, the major part of the Russian army is not even in Ukraine. We were seeing all these crazy battles with cities being leveled and all the rest of it and being blown out of the military and all the rest of it. And I, I basically said to him, this could be you know, CGI. It could be completely and totally fake. 
and we don't know what's going on because I had a friend over there. We talked about that, and he did see some people running around and some stuff in the distance, but no one's ever been I've been, I've been able to talk to that was there in a major battle. And I talked yesterday about the fact that we don't have embedded, how I should say, journalists in there like we did in the Vietnam War. Because remember, when the, I mentioned this yesterday, when the embedded journalists were in there with the Vietnam War, they were showing our boys getting killed. They were showing the body bags being loaded onto the, air, the, the transport planes and the helicopters and the, and the corpses and all the rest of it. And so it created such a backlash for the American population that we don't really embed journalists anymore, which we should have them embedded over there in Ukraine, but unless it's a wag the dog thing. So I wanted, I wanted to just kind of just give you a couple of verifications here with this. I'm, I'm posting these on the website. I, somebody sent this to me. I really appreciate them doing it. And this is from the odyssey.com website, and it says basically you have Kev caught filming fake battle scenes in the Ukrainian war. This is the first video I'm posting. And, and guys, you know, this is important. Kiev caught filming fake battle footage for the social media, the inside Russian report. So we've got fake battle footage coming from, you know, all kinds of levels over here. And then we have another Odyssey report, which basically goes into the same exact thing. And it says that, you know, we have a guy basically sweeping for mines and they're videotaping him. And the recorder is walking. The, the reporter is walking and videotaping in front of the minesweeper. <laughs> OK, that what that means is he can step on a mine. <laughs> if there were mines there, okay, and, and then we have then we have the YouTube's Bono and the Edge perform for the Ukrainians in the in the Kiev bomb shelter, which that was probably all staged too back in back lot somewhere, and, and all of this stuff is just being dumped on us, 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 and we sit there and we go, well, what's true and what's not true? Well, I and again, I'm gonna post another one. So all of these videos have been fake, and then I and I'll post this one. It says Ukrainian fake war propaganda. So you know, and it's like I told, like I finally told Jeff last night. I'm not there. I don't know what's going on. I haven't seen what's going on. I can't say that I was there on the front lines. I do have a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Mike, and he's got a friend of his in Russia who basically left Russia because he didn't want to be drafted in the Ukrainian war. And I've got another friend of mine who used to live in Ukraine, and he told me that he had another friend of his who was hiding inside, not going out because he was afraid he'd be conscripted and taken into the Ukrainian war. So good luck. Whatever you guys want to believe. I, I, I mean, I, I, just, I personally believe there's something going on over there. But I believe a lot of the big battles are being staged, and I believe that Putin's in on it. That's why he doesn't say a whole lot, because I'm going to read you this again. And, and I've read you this so many times, and for some reason, I seem to be the only person that ever wants to read this. And it's kind of just – it kind of – and, I, and I, I change a little bit of it when I read it because sometimes it just says a few things I don't want to say. And it says, we control both right and left. And, I'm, and this is for justiceforpoland.com. We control both right, left, and right. Kuhn Lee Banker is he's basically – he's reprinted it. It says, can – the world events be understood in terms of Kabbalist hegemony. In a candid moment after World War One, the Kunlin partner Otto Kahn explained that the Kabbalist bankers remake the world by creating artificial conflicts. That, that's my opinion of the Ukraine and determining the outcome. These include world wars, regional wars, the Cold War and the phony right left gridlock. You know, and, and here's what he said. He goes on to say Otto Kahn had the second largest home in the United States of America, slightly smaller than the Biltmore State. He was a partner with Jacob Sheff and Paul Warburg in America's most influential banking firm, Kuhn Lieb. Thus, it's worth recalling what he said about the Illuminati Kabbalist Masonic strategy. In his book, Geneva versus Peace of 1937, the Comte de Saint-Eleu, who was the French ambassador to London from 1920 to 1924, recalled a dinner conversation with Otto Kahn, which took place shortly after World War I. Asked why bankers would back Bolshevism, a system supposedly inimical to private ownership, 
Khan tugged on his enormous cigar and explained that the bankers create apparent opposites that remake the world according to their specifications. Quote, you say that Marxism is the very antithesis of capitalism, which is equally sacred to us. It is precisely for this reason that they are direct opposites to each other, that they put into our hands the two poles of this planet and allow us to be its axis. These two contraries, like Bolshevism and ourselves, find their identity in, in the international, which means, probably means common turn. These opposites, again, meet in the identity of their purpose and end in the remaking of the world from above by the control of riches and from below by revolution. Our mission consists in promulgating the new law and creating a god, this is their Kabbalist god, that is to say purifying the idea of God and realizing it when the time shall come. We shall purify this idea, which has now become its own messiah, the advent of it will be facilitated by the final triumph of Israel. This quote, our essential dynamism makes us use the forces of destruction and the forces of creation. This is all Kabbalah, but uses the first to nourish the second. Our organization for revolution is evidenced by destructive Bolshevism and for the construction of the League of Nations, which is right after the League of Nations, which is also our work, which turned into the United Nations. Bolshevism is the accelerator, and the League is the break on the mechanism in which we supply both the notive forces and the guiding power. What is the end? It is already determined by our mission. It is the formed element scattered throughout the whole world, the cast of the flame of faith in ourselves. It's all Satanism, guys. We are a League of Nations which contains the elements of all others. Israel is the microcosm and the germ of the city of the future. People who presume to take the place of God are Satanists, the article goes on to say. Satanists redefine reality and morality, turning them upside down. They seek a worldwide political, economic, and cultural monopoly institutionalized in a world government. This is achieved by Hegelian dialectical process by creating adversaries, thesis, antithesis, and achieving the synthesis which corresponds to their goals. In the process, potential opponents are eliminated. This is exactly what they're doing to us. You know, in Moscow, there is communism. In New York, there is capitalism. It's all the same as thesis and antithesis. In the USSR, back when it was alive, and you know, it controlled state, it owned the state, owned the corporations, and the bankers owned the state, state capitalism. Of course, this is consistent with the famous 1954 quote by Roman Gaither, president of the Ford Foundation. We operate here under directives which emanate from the White House. The substance of the directives which are in which we operate is that we shall use our grant-making power to alter life in the United States such that we can comfortably merge with the Soviet Union or brought into a one-world order. And so we are in the final stages of a long-term conspiracy by the Kabbalists, bankers, and their Masonic lackeys to erect a world police state and to control us by fraud and force. They're watchwords. This has been achieved by the contrived dialectical process, which is best exemplified by World War II, the Cold War, the war against cancer, the war against terror, the war against all the rest of this stuff, and who these people are. And when we understand this, we realize that they're going to put up fake videos that are CGI, completely and totally fake, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying the war is not is fake. There's some stuff going on over there. There's no doubt about that in my mind. But they're telling us the United States has been asset stripped as far as our armament or munitions. And sure enough, I've got a friend of mine who's a full bird colonel. He used to work in military intelligence. So I can't give you her name. It's confidential. And she told me the United States is not at all prepared to go to war. Now, whether that's because we've lost our ability to fight because we have a bunch of sissies in the military or because we've lost you know, morale in the ranks because we've got sissies in the military or because we basically have lost our munitions or lost our competitive edge as far as with armaments, I don't know. She didn't give me those details. But I know this. She's always right about stuff. And the 
reality here is this, and I mentioned this on Jeff's show last night because he believes they're going to come in and invade the United States. We've got a bunch of redneck white boys and redneck black boys and redneck Hispanic boys that are well-armed in this country who don't want to play this game. They don't want to lose the United States of America. A lot of the Hispanics have come here, and they love it here because they left the hellhole where they were born and raised. They don't want to be anywhere else but our country. And a lot of the white boys have just had enough of all of it. And we see this happening on January 6th, and now we're seeing this entire contrived mess with what happened on January the 6th. And they're not even trying to hide it from us. They've got Fox News, which is also owned by the same Kabbalist Luciferian bankers. Thought I'd mention that to you, giving you information on what really happened on January the 6th. And that's to create conflict. That's to create discord. That's to create more division. That's to break the country apart and break it apart and break it apart again by race, by division, by, by, by everything. That's why they're pushing the transgender stuff along with their religion of the hermaphroditic agenda. They're pushing the transgender so hard because they know that it creates the hot spot for people when their children are being shown male genitalia in a transgender story hour, and they don't want to have that happen anymore, and people are fighting against it. They're using everything they possibly can to create internal conflict into the United States and break everybody into special interest groups. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be very blunt about this again, and I've said this before. If I'm in a trench warfare and I've got a person sitting beside me who's gay and we're fighting the same enemy, I could care less that he's gay at that point in my life. I could care less. I just hope he can shoot and hit what he shoots at, period. Same thing. I don't care who's sitting beside me. It doesn't make a difference to me. I just want to make sure that I've got somebody who's capable of handling a weapon and doesn't shoot me in the back of the head with friendly fire. That's what I'm concerned about. And that's the problem that we have here. You know, the gays are against the straights. The whites are against the blacks. The Hispanics are against everybody. The Asians are against the whites and the blacks and everybody else. And everybody's torn to pieces. Obama did this, and a lot of it was caused by Travon Martin and Zimmerman. I mean, it's crazy what's happened, and we've watched it happen in the last 20 years. And it's all about breaking the United States up into social factions that can be more easily controlled. That's where we find ourselves right now. And the sad part about all of this stuff is they're now doing it with the banks, which they've been doing for a long time. They're doing it with the money supply. They just throw trillions of dollars in stimulus checks because of COVID and the economy, trillions. And they wonder why eggs are 6 or $7 a dozen now for organic eggs. You, you, you can't throw that kind of money in there and increase the M1 that much. Why did they do that? Why did they use COVID as a cover? Because of the derivative exposure. The derivative exposure has made cap, cap, capital and liquidity extremely tight again. That's why the banks have paid more money now in interest for you to put your money in the savings accounts again to let them give you 3 or 4% on because they need the money for their Federal Reserve requirements as far as the amount of fractional reserve lending they've done. And they've given you more money now for your money. They give you a whopping 3 or 4%, right, whatever that's supposed to mean. But in turn, they take that money and loan it out 40 times. So if you have $1,000 in your bank account, they loan out 40000 in loans, and they give you 3%. So they pay you $1,000. They give you 30 bucks a year, okay? But they're going to take $40,000, and they're going to cha- charge somebody 10%. So they're going to make 44000 a year as they give you 300 See, they 10 times what they're paying you is what they're making on it. That's how fractional reserve banking works. And the other problem with it is, and I've talked about this repeatedly, is that the interest is never printed, so you can never get out of debt. You know, when they give you a loan through the, through the Fed, and it's for a billion dollars, it's 
And, you know, after 10 years, it doubles. Now you owe $2 billion, the original billion you borrowed, and the billion that's in interest. The other billion interest is never printed and put into circulation. So you have a continually shrinking money supply. So you have to have inflation increasing the money supply in order to maintain liquidity. And without that, you go into a recession. And they've done it so much now. It says 2008 by bailouts and bailouts and bail-ins and bailouts and bail-ins and bailouts. That liquidity is down again because of the derivative exposure because these guys will not stop their greed. This is Babylonian money magic. It's what destroyed Rome. It's what destroyed the United States. It's destroyed the entire world. So now they want to go to a digital currency, which allow them to go ahead and inflate to their heart's delight to do it. They used all of the Bitcoin and all these these special things they put out there as test markets to show how it's supposed to work as far as blockchain. And now they're collapsing all of those because the Federal Reserve didn't want to make those mistakes. They'd rather have the private sector make the mistakes and lose their own money. They contracted the M1 to show everybody how Bitcoin should work and shouldn't work as they start their own digital currency and get us in a cashless society. That's what all this is about right now, to bring us underneath the world, underneath an antichrist, to be ruled by Lucifer through a D-wave computer to make him omnipresent while they chip you so you can control your mind and make your thoughts evil every single day. That's what they're doing here. But yet, you know, we're not supposed to talk about this. But yet, you and I, we do talk about this, and we tell you guys that this is what we have to do. We have to continue to tell the truth about who Jesus is, who God is, who the Lamb of God is, what a blood covenant it is, why it was necessary for Jesus to shed his blood, which we've talked about in detail before, and make people understand that without Christ, we ain't got a snowball's chance in Florida on black asphalt at noon in 100-day, 100-degree temperature. It doesn't happen in the summertime. You're not, not going to make it. It's impossible without Christ. And they know that. That's why they want to destroy Jesus. That's why they've had an atavistic hatred of Christ for thousands of years, and they want their old world order back. That's who these guys are. So when you understand this, you have to understand that this Ukrainian war, in my opinion, is real. There's something going on over there, but it's not what we're told it is. And I think it's more political theater than anything else. Another perfect example, the Daily Mail. Terrified Russians are ordered to take anti-radiation pills and rush to nuclear bomb shelters as TV station severs are hacked. Okay, uh, this is like something I don't even believe at all, but that's what Daily Mail is coming out with, which is another propaganda mouthpiece. And, and then we basically have another one in Daily Mail that says, you know, U.S. intelligence warns that China is building hundreds of new missile sites. That's a lie. Producing more WMDs. That's a lie. Making weapons that can shoot down satellites. That's probably true. And want a military that can take on the U.S. They already have that. In a large-scale sustained conflict. That's a lie. They don't want that. They want a new world order. They want to bring it into the banking system and through basically regulation through the Kabbalah and without destroying the entire infrastructure of the planet. So all of these things are just lies, lies, more lies. And more lies. Now, this is the truth. Here's a true story from the Daily Mail. Biden's Afghanistan withdrawal was a catastrophe. Marine tells Congress, sniper who lost his arm and a leg in a suicide blast, tearfully recalls how he was ignored when he spotted a suspect moments before hundreds of ball bearings ripped through his body as the guy detonated a bomb. Marine Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews recounted the August 26, 21 blast. He told Congress he spotted a suspect who matched a terrorist description. He warned Marine leaders he was told not to engage as Afghans fled. Minutes later, he was caught in a blast that killed 13 American service members. Now, it's not necessarily saying that this guy was basically the one who basically had done it or detonated it. But it says it was August of 26, 21, and an ISIS-K suicide bomber had detonated on the perimeter of Hamad Qasid Airport during the chaotic evacuation sparked by Biden's administration withdrawal of troops. After 20 years of Af in Afghanistan, 
when the CIA Kabbalists controlled Luciferian government of the United States learned that it was cheaper to produce fentanyl than was to raise puppies and heroin in Afghanistan. There you go. That's the bottom line, isn't it? The CIA can make more money off of fentanyl and running it across the border and, and bringing it in on C-130 transport planes and all the rest of the stuff they were doing, having to run it through Turkey and through Europe, and through, Europe and through the thousand lily pad bases. It was easiest to manufacture in a laboratory and bring it across in a cargo container. How about that? So all of this stuff is basically happening around us and is continuing to be obfuscated by the mainstream news, and they continue to tell us lies after lies after lies after lies. And then suddenly they'll come up and actually say something. It'll be a true statement. And, and remember, remember that that one weird singer, that Cindy Lopper. You know, she had I think one big hit. You know, girls just want to have fun. Remember her? She's back in the '70s or whatever she was. She's always just a weirdo. Cindy Lopper is now comparing the laws banning transgender surgery on children to Nazi Germany. And she goes, "This is how Hitler started." Again, let's promote the transgender agenda. And she's a huge pro transgender, huge pro gay activist but they're telling you the truth of what she's saying pop singer cindy lopper committed the great you know sin this week when she said the gop laws led banning transgender surgeries on children are just like adolf hitler the girls who just want to have fun singer said republicans pushing legislation that ban biological males from women's sports prevent children from undergoing gender transitioning surgery and forces people to use the bathroom of the desired gender was similar to Nazis weeding people out. Lies, lies, more lies, and damnable lies, I will say. In equality for everybody or nobody's really equal, Lopper told ITK. This is how Hitler started, just weeding everybody out. I don't know where this – somebody dropped this woman on her head. Somebody, somebody just somebody – just, somebody, when she was a child, dropped her on her head. She fell out of her doggone carriage or whatever happened to her. This girl is completely and totally certifiably nuts. She further says that the LGBTQ people were considered enemies of the state in Nazi Germany and feared it had happened in the United States. I don't think it's a good idea they're doing it, but you know, you just have to keep fighting for civil rights, Lopper said. I guess that's the way it is in this country. Started out like that, didn't it? Poll after poll has shown the majority of Americans do not support children transitioning before the age of 18, period. The majority of Americans do not support transgender surgery or anti-puberty blockers for minors, according to a poll from a conservative nonprofit organization. The survey asked respondents whether they would support a ban on puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and physical sex change for surgeries of children under the age of 18. 56% of the respondents said they would support a ban, while 35 said they said they would, 34% of the idiots said they would not support a ban. That means a six-year-old going to get surgery. Okay, let's, let's cut my, my genitalia off. Let's butcher myself at six. A little over a third of these respondents identified as Democrats, duh, while 37% identified as Republicans, which is an abomination to me, and just under a quarter identified themselves as independents, according to the survey by the American Principles of Project Foundation. Lopper came out swinging heavily for abortion last year as Roe v. Wade faced extinction. It did not. When she launched the fund, when she launched the fund calls, girls just want to have fundamental rights, you know, tied to the song she used to do, a group that she says was inspired by her late mother. If you don't have control over your body, how can you be anything but a second-class citizen, Lopper said? Now, the government has control over your body, not you. That's not true. There are many states still abortion is legal. What should a private medical decision be made between you and your doctor is now a government decision. So this is a big issue for me. So this girl is pro-abortion, pro-gay, pro-transgender, pro-having little children turn into different sexes and have surgery done to them. And she's supposed to be somebody that we're going to listen to and promote. The irony here is this. 30% of the people who basically were polled were in agreement with this. That bothers me, that 30% of the people want to have little children transition to another sex 
who don't even know who they are yet, that they think they're Batman or, you know, or Robin or, you know, or, you know, or, you know, Iron Man or Captain America. And now they want to be, you know, uh, you know, some other superhero that's a, that's a female or whatever. And so let's go ahead and just whack off their genitalia. Let's kind of give them a gaping wound. Let's make them incontinent for the rest of their life. Let's go ahead and slice them up while they're six. What is wrong with you doctors that are doing this or thinking that's okay? And what's wrong with you people that think that's, that's okay? It's not okay. None of this is okay. Now, if somebody wants to go out there and commit genitalia mutilation or whatever when they're in their 20s or whatever, and they're messed up in the head, first of all, they need to go see a psychiatrist. They need to have psychiatric evaluation. They may need to be Baker active, to be honestly with you guys. They may be mentally ill. But they have a right, if they're not mentally ill, to do what they want to do with their body. I got that. I got that. I understand that. But if 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 year old, really? And you're going to vote for that? Who dropped you on your head if you believe that? What's wrong with you? And it goes right back to what I talked about yesterday. You've got to listen to yesterday's show. It's about idolatry. It's about idol worship. And it's about sin and making sin sacred and making idols sacred and giving everybody the right to do anything they want. Just like Aleister Crowley said, do what thou wilt. Because remember, that brings in the Kabbalah's serpent god more quickly. That's the goal. And you keep your hearts and minds in Jesus because he is the author. He is the finisher. And he is the perfecter of our faith. And through Christ, we can do all things. Ugh be fired up again also what do you think well said and you know you're absolutely right about that and you just i want to just address the aspect because i have had a lot of people ask me about the same thing with what we hear and what we see in ukraine a lot of people currently right now don't even realize that there were continual border skirmishes in ukraine starting all the way back from 2014 for example, I'll just, I'm going to read you guys some headlines. I pulled some up here, all the way back from 2014, all the way to present. This is the Daily Mail. Humiliation for Ukrainian troops as they roll into residive east in armored vehicles and have their vehicles seized by pro-Russian militants. This is April 2014. Another article here. And uh, December 14, Russian stealth invasion of Ukraine should soon become a major problem in Europe. Another article in 2015, Ukraine is still at war and its bloodiest battle isn't over yet. And it goes on to talk about how they're constantly involved with these pro-Russian militants and Russian troops and all these continual battles on the eastern part of Ukraine. Another one is the war in Ukraine is more devastating than you know. That was in April 2018. And here, another one here, Russia and Ukraine in 2019, more conflict ahead and fresh conflicts with Ukraine, Orthodox Church and gas pipeline next. There's continual articles that have been going on with this for almost a decade. There's been continual fighting on the borders over there. There's no doubt about it. There are war-torn areas of that, that country. There's no doubt about it that there's continual engagements in that country. But what Dad is saying, and what I've referred to as well, is this massive grand-scale invasion of overtaking Ukraine – we don't know what's really going on over there. All we know is the last nine years, all we have heard is continual propaganda with Ukraine fighting pro-Russian forces and Russian troops all across the border. That's what we've continually heard about. You can go back and look at all the headlines yourself. Literally, there's hundreds of them for almost a decade that's been going on over there. So what caused all of the sudden, because Russia allegedly pumped more troops in over there, and allegedly started engaging more individuals over there. Suddenly, allegedly, it was time for us to dump, you know, 120 billion dollars in U.S. armaments. Lockheed Martin and all the other military contractors had heaping profits last year. And Dad made a valid point, and I've heard this too from multiple individuals that I know. 
that are retired military is that the U.S. has dumped an enormous stockpile of their weapon systems, dumped them over there in the Middle East, no, in the Middle East, over there in Ukraine, after we already did a massive dump in Afghanistan. Remember all the weapon systems and platforms and guns and helicopters and munitions and grenades and missiles, all the equipment we just dumped and left in Afghanistan? Yeah, same thing. We're continually depleting the United States military here in this country to where if we had any type of you know conflict, it probably wouldn't be an issue because the United States militia and patriots and Second Amendment supporters would be right there to back the U.S. military if we had a problem. However, any type of large-scale war that we actually had to go to, I don't think we're in that position anymore to actually put up a significant fight. And the question that I've had repeatedly is if the entire goal is for Ukraine to be destroyed and Russia to take it over, why in the world hasn't Russia done a full-scale invasion and just firebomb the entire country? Million-dollar question. They allegedly keep doing that. That's what they keep telling everybody they're doing for the last year. But yet suddenly you constantly see videos and photos of Kiev and all these other areas that are perfectly fine. And then you have some photos of the X, X areas that they've been fighting in for the last decade, just throw that out there. Make your own decisions, but also to remember, nothing you see or hear is what you think it is with the mainstream media and the news and the government. And that is a fact. And I have been told that by numerous individuals, including one that used to work for GRS with the CIA. Nothing you see or hear from them is ever the truth. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Also, to another news, well, I've always told people, be very cautious about where you have your bank and all your eggs in one basket now, the SVB Bank, the Silicon Valley Bank, they started having a run last night. And the reports out of Silicon Valley Bank being in trouble after Silvergate Bank announced yesterday they were liquidating their assets and shutting down. A bank run apparently started at SVB Bank, the Silicon Valley Bank, with reports that people cannot access their funds, their website was down, and that money transfers were not going through. They said some of Silicon Valley Bank's customers are struggling to transfer cut funds out of their accounts as numerous sources are telling TechCrunch today. The seeming wave of attempted withdrawal comes after SVB Bank announced yesterday that it lost $1.8 billion in sales of U.S. Treasuries and mortgage-backed securities that it invested in, owing in rising interest rates. The bank also said they were raising more capital investing in higher-yield products. Concern ensued, leading to the share price to tank more than 50% at the time of publication. Now, what's interesting about this is a lot of people don't realize either is that SVB Bank, they took out $15 billion in loans from the Federal Home Loan Bank of San Francisco at the very end of 2022, compared to the end of 2021, where they had taken out zero. They did this allegedly to assure liquidity. The bank pledged collateral of three times what it had borrowed to back the advances. The Wall Street Journal reported around the same time it sustained about a $25 billion decline in deposits in the last year in the final three quarters of 2022. The steep losses Friday came after SVB Financial ended up low almost 60% down in regular trading day after it disclosed a large loss scales from its security sales. This is going to be an issue, and I'm bringing this up here now because be very cautious, again, on who you have your money with in banks right now. I'm giving everybody a heads up on this. The mortgage-backed securities are a serious problem right now because of the inflation you saw in the housing market, and now the devaluation of the housing market is starting to come back down because it was so stupidly overinflated entirely too fast. When you had people here in Florida paying half a million dollars for a little 1,500-square-foot house on a postage stamp lot, 
that was stupid. Those numbers were not sustainable, nor is anybody going to continue to pay that in the state of Florida. Now that the interest rates have gone up on the mortgages, you have seen now the housing market has slowed down tremendously, especially in other states outside of Florida. Florida's still been a very, very busy state because we have so many interesting individuals that are moving here from New York and from California that have decided that they want to try to make Florida the same crappy way they made their own state, which that's a whole other topic for another day. But what we're starting to see now is a lot of these banks that thought that the bubble was never going to end and the everything was continuing to go up narrative. Everything's going up. I remember people tell me, that, well, I got to get a house now. I got to buy another house. I got I to gotta flip this house. I can make money in this house and flip into this house. I'm like, bro, you're going to be holding a bag at the end of the day, man. So you start getting wrapped up in these houses with too much money wrapped up in these houses. I mean, that's all good and great. They're appraising for that in 2021, beginning of 2022. I said, the Fed's going to raise rates. I've told people that. I said, the Fed's going to raise rates eventually. And I said, these people that got unbelievably high amounts of money wrapped up in these mortgages, and now everything's starting to come down. Yeah, and this is what's happened now. The Silicon Valley Bank, they were holding the bag with this. That's why they had this massive loss. Be very, very cautious right now as far as what banks have your money and how fast you can get it out because now – there's been numerous reports of Silicon Valley Bank customers. They cannot get wire transfers out. They said they are impending and they're not transferring out. And that is due to liquidity because, in my opinion, East Silicon Valley Bank, I don't think it has the cash. Because remember exactly what Dad just brought up a minute ago. We've talked about it in detail. When you start having this, this fractional reserve banking, and you can have a million dollars in a bank account, and you can loan out to $40 million in loans, and you can buy these mortgage-backed securities and U.S. Treasuries with this. The problem with it is if somebody decides they don't want to have their money in there anymore and they want to start drawing it out, and all of a sudden the value of those securities, they start dropping very quickly. While you have people drawing cash out of the account, you end up with a bank run, and you end up with a bank that's completely insolvent. So be very, very cautious on all that right now. Also, to in other news, this is interesting as well because I saw, I saw this, and it's very sad to me because I actually had a friend yesterday that had stopped by, and he was getting alignment done over uh, here at a place we have Havenel Frame and Axel, one of the best alignment places in the state. And he was taking his his buddy's truck over there because his buddy's selling his truck now because his daughter just got diagnosed with leukemia. Eight years old, advanced, rapid leukemia, just all of a sudden came on as an onset. And, you know, I was talking to him. I was trying to give him some advice as far as what to do and stuff they can do. But they're going full-fledged chemotherapy route, full steam ahead. And I thought, okay, you know, there's not much I can do about that, you know, but it is what it is. Well, an article popped up two days ago. And I want to cover it very quickly today, and I want to encourage people. Not only is this a reason, another reason why to stay away from the shot if this is starting to cause it. This is another reason why it's extremely important to make sure your body is staying healthy. It's not being overly acidic. You're maintaining high doses of vitamin C and D3 in your body on a regular basis. And as well, you're eating clean and staying away from the preservatives. Dr. Paul Alexander wrote this article, and it said, Surging leukemia diagnosis suddenly happening among children and young adults. Is this due to the Pfizer-Moderna COVID RNA shot? Question mark. He said the topic is very troubling and it's raising very many urgent issues. And like others who are leading the fight against these fraud, deadly RNA technology injections are very concerned about the accumulation of the vaccine content resulting in spike proteins in the body. Dr. Makis provides an explanation and summary of recent leukemia cases in young persons and in children and very, very tragic bone marrow damage and how these children are sometimes dying 
almost immediately after they get this leukemia diagnosis. There's an article that he brought up. March 2023, YouTuber updated her loyal community with 2.2 million followers that she basically has been diagnosed with leukemia suddenly. Another girl, 11 years old, February 16, 2023, died two days after her leukemia onset diagnosis. Another child, February 13, 13-year-old girl, dies just hours of leukemia diagnosis. Another kid, 21 years old, down here in, uh, in Florida, dies four days after leukemia diagnosis. A young artist diagnosed with leukemia February 24th dies. High school football player, 17 years old, suddenly diagnosed with leukemia, starting treatment immediately. And this, this is going on and on and on. I mean, these are, I'm just reading these off. These are just a few of them that they've posted. And apparently this is an extremely aggressive form of leukemia that a lot of these individuals are getting. Now, there's, we can't say for sure, especially these individuals that are minors, whether or not they had the shot. I don't know. I can't prove that. It's total speculation. But one thing that I do know is I'm hearing this all across the country, even in young adults, mid-age adults, older adults. Suddenly people are just randomly coming down with these extremely aggressive forms of cancer. And in most of the cases, when I can actually get the information, it's almost every single time these individuals have gotten the shot. And so that's why I encourage people to keep getting the truth out there because there's the sad part is, guys, they are still pushing this thing. They are still telling people to get it on mainstream media. They are still offering this bivalent booster shot at the local Walgreens, CVS, all these other pharmacies. They're still injecting people with it to this day because some people have been so brainwashed and they're so gullible. They really, truly believe everything they're told, even if it's at their own expense. So I encourage everyone, get the truth out there. Keep your body and your immune system strong. That's why we put together a while back ago a very effective kit is the Healthy Immune Kit. I've had it on the front page many a times. It's all on the website. And, you know, the vitamin C, the D3, and the zinc, incredibly good, effective stack on a daily basis to keep your body and healthy strong. Continue to exercise. Keep your diet clean. But my goodness, my friends, this is something that's starting to happen very, very rapidly, and it's becoming very common, and this shouldn't be happening. It's not normal that children come down with leukemia, and all of a sudden they're dead within a few days after getting diagnosed with it. That's not normal, guys. This is something very serious, and there's only one single thing that has been concurrent among a lot of individuals, like I said, that I have seen, and it's getting the shot. And now that they've rolled out and they gave it emergency approval last year for these young children all the way down to six months old, what is wrong with the FDA and the sickos over there? The fact of the matter is you're probably – I don't want to speak this, but more than likely you're going to start seeing this happening all across the board at all younger ages now. So keep your mind, your body strong. Keep your family strong. And by all means, continue to encourage others to keep up the truth and speak it as much as you can. What do you think, Deb? Well, honestly, Austin, uh, that's what we try to do on this show. And, you know, and there are other people out there trying to tell the truth too. Uh, the problem is the truth is going to be relative to a lot of people now because of the moral decay of the United States of America, period. That's just what it is. And, you know, we have too many people just accepting alternative lifestyles and thinking they're okay. And, and that's the problem when you don't call sin sin anymore and you just call it a, a choice and you say, well, it's okay to do that. If that makes you feel good, then it goes back to what I talked about earlier in the show with Aleister Crowley. And, and it's not true. We, we have to call sin sin. Uh, years ago, I was invited, invited up to Florida State. As an alumni, it's some big party they had with the faculty. And I remember I was in the RV, and this, this was out on acreage in the middle of nowhere. I'll never forget this. 
And, uh, you know, I had a self-contained motorhome. It didn't have to be plugged in. It had batteries. It didn't have to have water. It, didn't have to, it had its own sewage. It had everything. And I remember we were sitting at this guy's house, and all these pontificating professors were walking around speaking about how smart they were. And, you know, you know, you know just, just eloquently waxing away as far as what they thought they should and shouldn't do with life. And all these idiots. They had no idea what life was. And I was there just kind of chilling out, you know, this, you know, good old highly educated redneck from Polk County, I guess you'd call me. And, and what ends up, ends up happening is I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, man, these guys have no idea what real, the real world is. And then finally one guy walks up to me and he looks at me and he crosses his hands and he looks at me and he tips his glasses at me and he goes, education is the answer for everything. I looked at him and I said, no, I don't agree with you. He goes, what? What do you mean you don't agree with me? I said, no, you're wrong. I said, knowledge applied properly is the answer for everybody, everything if the person sees it and applies it and has the emotional intelligence to basically realize whether it's real or not real or true or false. Education by itself can brainwash people into believing things that aren't true, that aren't real. Huh, I disagree with you. Education is everything. I said, no, it's not. I said, that's why we have so many educated idiots around the house, you know, you know it's around the, around, around the world. They believe what they believe because they've read it somewhere or because they've done some kind of skewed study to prove what they're saying is correct without having proper control parameters in place. So I had this big discussion with him, right? Finally, I looked at Sharon and I said, you know what? I've had about enough of this. Now, here's the irony of this. There was a big parking lot in this guy's house where he, I mean, there were 40 cars there. And, and there was a road all the way down to the main road with a big staging area by the main road. And I asked him, I said, do you mind if I park the RV on your road? And, you know, I'll make sure it's out of the way. I won't be on the grass. I'm not going to sink in. I just need to find because it was like 10 o'clock at night. I was too late to go get a campground. Oh, no, you must not park on my property overnight. And I looked. I said, dude, I said, I'm not going to do anything besides leave here first thing in the morning. No, 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 that, that won't be possible. And I thought to myself, what a jerk. And then I asked the guy, I said, you know, because he was making this big to do about all the stuff he had. Right. And so I said to him, I said, how many acres do you have here? I was curious because I was thinking, well, you know, if you have a thousand acres, it's kind of hard to, you know, park an RV, you know, on the side of the road to make any sense. And he goes, here's what, here's, here's what this arrogant jerk's response was to me. Look to the horizon and it doesn't go that far. That's what he said. And I just shook my head, almost puked, to be honest with you. I kind of wanted to, I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it. I kind of wanted to be, I slap him. Just, just, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have said that, but I'd had enough of the guy. And, and Sharon looked at me and started laughing. And she goes, I need to get you out of here. <laughs> I said, I've got to go now. And, and we did. We found a place to park the RV. But, but, the, but the crazy part of what on his property. But I thought to myself, I can't stand these people. And remember, this is me. I was a former college professor. And I taught for two years at the university or at the college level. And the part about that that really bothers me is that they called me the preacher teacher, which doesn't surprise any of you guys, because I was always telling the kids the truth about what was going on. And telling them, hey, look, you know, this is just something that, you know, we need to realize that this program doesn't work. This program, I, one time I got, I got in trouble for this, by the way. And I, they, they basically got me off the main campus and took me out to the Federal Correctional Institute. And I taught in the prison for another year because they didn't want me on campus doing this. But I walked into this classroom. I'd read this entire textbook this guy had written for us that I had to use. I was forced to use the textbook. And the first 150 pages or whatever it was, I can't remember anymore, it was just absolute junk. It was absolutely useless. It was, this, it was this guy filling paper, just running his mouth. And I read it. I'm like, ugh, I can't believe I read it because I read the whole textbook before the class. So I walked into the class, and I marked the first 150 pages. It was a hardback book. And I folded it over, and I ripped the book in half. And I took the 150 pages, and I threw them in the garbage right in front of the class. And I said, that's what I think of the book. 
Now, if you want to read the 150 pages, you can, but you will not be tested on any of it because it is useless information. It's not accurate. And the kids all started applauding me. Well, apparently that little <laughs> circus show I did got to the administration. And so I was promptly sent out to the Federal Correctional Institute, and I got to teach prisoners from that point on and not influence the minds of the young. Oh, my gosh, what a joke. And years later, I remember I had kids coming up to me still in Tallahassee saying that I was the only professor they ever learned anything from because I didn't play any games with them. So isn't that what we're all supposed to do? is not play games with anybody anymore and not try to hear, let them hear what their itching ears want to hear. Don't we need to tell them the truth about who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for you and for me? He's the son of the most high God, and it's through his blood covenant that he established for us through, through God Almighty that we can basically be redeemed and brought back to God himself. Isn't it time for us not to play any more games and tell people that and tell them that sin is not okay and that we need to be taking a look at our lives and making sure that we're doing what's right is the best of our ability, and when we mess up and do something wrong – Grace is still there for sufficient for us because of Jesus. Isn't that that time? I think it is. Time to proclaim from the rooftops that Jesus Christ is Lord. I love you guys. I appreciate you too. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and awesome finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And my friends, it's so important that we realize what the schemes are going on right now behind the scenes. I mean, this this whole leak of evidence that's been now dropped in this filing with the Proud Boys. I told Jez about the beginning of the show. This stuff is happening all over the place. We have a completely and totally corrupt, out of control government. I mean, that's, that is blatantly, obviously clear now. And like Dad said earlier, it makes sense if you want to get the population to believe anything, you have to take the basis of natural laws completely out of it, and you have to continue to make everything a lie. When you have the Biden administration giving the what woman woman light of the year award, woman of the year award, or whatever, to a very extremely unattractive grown man that's wearing a wig and wants to be a tranny, you got to really kind of ask yourself a question: How far are they going to keep taking this? And the answer is as far as people allow them to. This is what happened during COVID. My personal opinion, I've told you guys this, I think if more people would have stood up faster and said no instead of living in fear and pushed back harder, I personally think you would have seen the entire pandemic come to a screeching halt much faster. You saw what happened in Florida. Florida didn't play the game but a couple months, and everybody started saying, no, nah, that's a hard pass on me, bud. We're going to the beach. We're running around. It's, you know, it's summertime. We're done. And people continue to try to put these stupid rules down here, and we constantly push back. We constantly wouldn't go along with them. We constantly wouldn't support them. We're constantly getting into arguments and altercations over it. Not that that was a fun thing or a good thing, but we just didn't care. No, no, I'm not, not doing that. I'm not, I'm not going to wear a mask to walk 20 feet to my restaurant table so I can then take my mask off the entire time. What kind of stupid ideology is that? There's not even anything based in reason, much less science. But yet you had other states that they just full-blown laid down and said, okay, whatever you want to do, we'll go along with it no matter how long you want to go along with it for. And that was what continued to cause so many issues. And this is what people have to realize. You've got to say no if you don't agree with something. Like Dan said earlier, the guy said, education is everything. Well, I don't really agree with that. You know, knowledge applied properly, well, that's a different story. That's like you said, we got so many educated idiots running around. I mean, you've got individuals who are doctors and pediatricians who sit there 
and tell you that your child needs a whole round of shots in two months and four months and six months and 12 months. Oh, we got to start all over again. Keep doing it and doing it. And they'll literally watch the child become sicker and sicker and sicker. And they'll keep doing it because they're either being willfully ignorant or they're just extremely uneducated, you know, or they're extremely educated idiots or they simply don't care. They want their money, they want their kickback, and they're going to continue to get their Blue Cross Blue Shield stimmies. That's it. That's that's how it rolls. And so it is our responsibility. I told that to my friends the other day that their kid's going to be going in for the 12 months, and the mom's like, well, I don't want to deal with any conflict with a pediatrician. I said, you're going to deal with conflict when you tell them no shots. I said, that's why I told you you need to go get a religious exemption for them. So that way you have some ammunition you walk in there. I said, because they're going to push you, and they're going to push you hard. And I said, but, I said, Everybody has to remember this concept. You have a right to say no. Nobody can force you to do something. Nobody can force your child to do something. It's all consent. It has to be consent, especially when it's done with a medical procedure. Nobody can force you to do something you don't want. And Americans have to remember that because we're starting to lose that mindset, that ideology. And it happened a lot with COVID. So keep your body strong. Continue to know what you need to know. Stay educated. Do your own research. You don't have to believe everything I see on the show. I got dozens and dozens of articles on here. Look them up. Read. Do your own research on it, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. I hope you guys have a great time. Whatever you're getting involved in, enjoy your time. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your weekend. And continue to stay strong. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, product of the week. On sale right now, the vitamin C capsules with antioxidants. Product of the week, 10% off. Be sure to check it out right now. Have a blessed, safe, awesome Friday night and a great weekend. We'll talk to you on this show again Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.